Welcome to the Mad Beef Australian Roll Buddy Podcast. This is Mikey Lynch, and I'm here with Ian Smith again, and we're going to. Uh, we're going to chat through um, some of the previous podcast episodes where Ian's got some mad beef, <laughs> got something to add anyway. Um, you know a lot about skating vert ramps and you listen to me reflecting on learning how to do it, Ian. You've got some advice of your own and I'm your Padawan. Teach me, <laughs> <Very good. laughs> oh, Jedi. The hardest thing is getting yourself out of a habit and um, and I know that um, especially being someone who's skated for so long, um, it's going to be really hard to get out of a habit of airing incorrectly. And lots and lots and lots of people do it wrong. Um, and uh, basically what I would say, the best way to get, um, get your airing to be the best that it can be is to practice not airing. So, oh. yeah, <laughs> sounds silly, but not. Um, yeah. When I was learning and when I was practicing, um, and Sessa uh, was my teacher uh, for airing, we used to go down to Verdex, a skate park in uh, sort of eastern, uh, southern beaches of Sydney, and um, we would go to the the vert ramp there. It's about a twelve foot uh, wooden vert ramp, and there was a bell that was at around about eight feet. And uh, he could kick it. And that became my thing that I wanted to do more than anything in this world was kicking the bell was the thing. There's a couple of skateboarders that could do it and Sessa could do it. And um, so I was like, okay, how do I do this? And I'd already, I'd been, you know, rolling for quite some time. So I got, I have to learn how to air higher. And the way that I did it was to stop trying to air high and start trying to air smoothly. So yep. um, it started... So this is related to that balance thing in part, is that right? Yeah. So um, when you're on the ramp, um, you are always leaning forward. In every occasion, you're leaning forward. This is your balance. You are over. Your, your chest is pushed over the top of your feet. Your knees are forward. You're pushing your momentum forward. You... Um, you have to constantly stay in that position. Keeping yourself below the coping is where it needs to start. And it all comes from pumping. And you'll find that if you take, and it's going to be tough. I know you said you're on a, a circular, like a vert bowl. That's going to be yeah. hard to do it on. Uh, but basically carving. Hey, just quick question. With oh. bowls, um, mm-hmm. I, I just haven't skated enough vert ramps since I've been trying to learn this to know this, but... Uh, it feels to me like the flat is shorter and the transition is tighter. Is that true with the geometry of, of a bowl? Or am I just telling myself that? Uh, it's, it's case by case. It could be anything. Yeah, yeah. I've seen all sorts of things. Um, but in general, um, I can talk about the one in Belconnen, which mm-hmm. has a slightly tighter uh, transitions and a fairly long flat with a bit of a bump in the middle, which is always fun. Um, <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Oh, look, that's the way it is. Uh, but when yeah. you when you have to carve on them, it becomes mm. a bit more difficult because you can't just sort of lazily carve. You have to aim yourself. Um, yeah. But uh, to practice, it might be an idea to start underneath the coping and then go up from that. Um, but basically turning in a circle. The idea being that you are concentrating on your pumping. You're concentrating on how your legs are when you are at the top, at the bottom, 
and in the middle of the transition in three different stages. So on the bottom of the ramp, you need to be in a position that's like two-thirds or you're a third of the way seated. So you're not standing up straight, not really, yep. but you're not crouched right down. You need to be at least about a third of the way crouched. When you get to the first curve, you are pushing. You are pushing the hardest uh, you can on that curve going up. When you get to the top, you need to be back in a two-thirds crouch position. And you need to be turning. So um, when you're underneath the coping, you carve. Don't go straight up and down. Keep yourself curving around in that curve, in that arc, always. Coming back in, this is where you push as hard as you can, pushing down into the transition, leaning forward, pushing as hard as you can down. When you get to the flat on the middle, and you have a look at some of the, the top inline skaters doing the highest airs, they'll actually do a little jump. So when they get to the bottom of the, um, the curve, so they've come in from an air, they've gone down, they've done a pump. When they finish that pump, they actually leave the ground for a moment. So the bottom yeah, of the right. is actually left the ground. It's only for a moment. Then they're back on the ground and pumping again. So that is the, the push point when you're coming in because that's when you know you're either going to stop airing, you're going to continue airing as high as you are, or you're going to go higher. So if you're trying to go higher, the hardest push that you do in the whole thing is the push in. Yeah. Right. You have a look at people um, like uh, the Yasutokos or Shane Yost. Their highest air will be the second or third air. So the first air is going to be at least two-thirds of their, the highest they will go. And it's all about that push in. Yep. Um, but when they are coming out, so once you get over the coping, you're not trying to turn. You're airing straight up. Uh, yep. The turn happens in your shoulders, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be started anywhere in particular. Um, you start thinking like late turns, that sort of stuff. You imagine uh, one of the, the big areas, they're doing eight feet of air. If they started turning when they left the coping, they're going to be spinning when they start getting up to that sort of height. So the, the actual air is not about the turn. The air is going straight up. You're always aiming straight up when you leave the coping. Make sure that you leave with both feet. You're not jumping off one foot. You're not necessarily doing a jump at all. Some ramps are different, but most of the time, especially with a vert ramp, you're aiming to leave an inch or so below the coping. Try not to hit it because it'll throw you off and try to land an inch or so below. <laughs> That's that's great. Yeah, look, I mean, I feel like that's that's the. I mean, as I look at the videos when I was first learning, I was so scared going in that I'd be almost kind of standing <laughs> standing up as I'm dropping in to begin with. You know what I mean? Like a, you know, and um, and whereas I feel like now I'm at least able to to get above the coping from you know that first you know dropping out the other end because yeah. I'm yeah I'm I'm actually pumping in the drop in point rather than just kind of trying not to die. <laughs> So, so that's 
Yeah, yeah. So that that balance thing is really good. So in terms of unlearning, so I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying, the, the the crouch and that punch point going in. In terms of unlearning, what are the things? What are some of the key things you think you, one needs to unlearn? Okay, when in I, terms of bad, when mm. I did it, and when I've uh, tried to help yeah. other people to do the same sort of thing, it has been in the carving. So um, yep. in don't go straight up and down, uh, yep. because what you're aiming to do is actually be at 90 degrees when you are exactly halfway through your air. So mm-hmm. um, you have a look at um, people who the professionals when they're airing are almost sideways. Some grabs are different. Some grabs are facing downwards. But if you're talking about people who air big, they're usually sideways, like at 90 degrees to the ramp when they're at the top. And yep. that's all comes down to how you have your shoulders and your hips when you're exiting mm. the ramp and how you get to that first like part of the peak. Uh, coming into it is just you know hanging on. But, yep. um, and if there's a grab or something, it, it throws everything else off. But talking about airing, it really Yes, let's to, talk about airing. Yeah, <laughs> it has to come from how you exit the ramp. And a really good way to teach yourself is hopefully you can sometime get to a a vert ramp with some flat sides, but carve. So do big, big circles. Use almost the entire ramp, big circles, and air the whole ramp. Because you will notice straight away if you start to turn too early or if you're starting to kick up your feet behind you or um, if you're coming down too toe heavy or if you're hitting the coping, you'll notice straight away if you're carving. Um, Carving forces you, so... Carving, I'm sure everybody's heard that term before, just means turning, yep. uh, so a big circular arch uh, instead of straight up and down. Uh, doing big carves uh, will get you out of a lot of habits, but it takes a long time. It's that basic, uh, basic maneuver that everybody needs to do. And um, look, I remember first time, and you know, for months when I started skating vert, I was you know, skating the bottom as hard as I can, I would go up as high as I could and then jump. And jump as high as I could and turn so as my feet were facing back down into the ramp. And that is the habit that a lot of people get into and find themselves doing actually above the coping. So a lot of people will do a, a, an air and jump and they'll be already 180 degrees when they're at mm. the peak. And um, the problem with that is you'll over-rotate a lot and you'll end up what we used to call winding down the windows. So with your arms swinging around <laughs> your head, uh, trying to stop <laughs> from turning. Yep. And, um, yeah, just carving will, um, will get you out of a, a lot of that habit. Um, but, look, it depends how fast you can get out of it. Um, it's um, airing's one of those things that you can't overnight go, yeah, I'm great at this. Some people are more yep. natural than others, um, but months or years of, uh, of practice. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Very, very helpful. Like, I feel like it's um, every time I have a conversation with someone talking me through it or you know, everyone brings their fresh little take that I feel like even on that level, it's one of those things. It feels quite similar to learning languages. So I've learned several languages and it's a thing where – having a break from it and coming back to it, you somehow seem to be better at it. Um, 
uh, <laughs> and drinking wine seems to make you better at it. And I feel like it's a similar similar thing with with learning skating, and particularly, you know, I've noticed that in all sorts of different ways, like even feeling comfortable, you know, uh, sitting over grinds and stuff as well. Um, but especially with airing as well, it feels like time somehow you come back to it the next time, um, and you're just better having paused in between, but also mental information it's just it's like even just reordering the way i'm thinking about my body in the space and the geometry of the ramp seems to help each time which is nice so yeah that's good stop and think about it sometimes that's all it takes because i know Mm. when we Mm. were young we didn't care we were just doing it going as high as we could um yeah the people who got better quicker were the ones who stopped and thought about what they were doing and um yeah if that's all it takes then maybe you should sit down I know there was a lot of people who would um, would take video cameras out, film themselves, and then um, try and improve by by watching the mistakes that they made, and then going out and concentrating on on trying to fix those mistakes. That wasn't for me. That wasn't my thing. But um, I know that it helps. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thank you very much. No worries. Ad V for Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.